Good morning, everyone. May the Lord richly bless you. Thank you so much for listening in. And I'm going to switch over to my actual microphone here. That should be better. There we go. God bless you. Happy New Year to everyone. Hope everyone's doing well. Um, Thank you to those who've already greeted me. If you're listening in, please please say hello. Let us know where you're listening from. God bless you, Brother Kenny and Sister Janelle, Sister Mai. God bless you, Sister Zara. Thanks for listening in. Brother Tony from Madawaska. Thank you for listening in. Appreciate that. If you have any questions, prayer requests, or testimonies, please let me know at jasondubmars.com or in the comments section uh, on YouTube or Facebook. And with that said, we're going to get into our topic, the attributes of God. This is part seven, and we're looking at the counsels or decrees of God. And... um, there's one more thing, just reminding everybody at jasondemars.com, you can go there, click on resources. We've got a number of books available there um, that you can order completely for free, and we ship them for free. We do that by faith as the Lord provides for us. We want to be able to freely give as we freely received. All right. So the first scripture we're going to look at is in Acts 15, verse 18. At first, let's talk about the counsels or decrees of God. Uh, Decree or counsel speaks of God's plan or purpose that he's ordained to accomplish. So let's let's look at God's purpose and and councils and just let's let's talk about are they just how much are they predetermined and we'll look at that more we've got a number of uh, topics under the attributes of God the knowledge of God the foreknowledge of God and we'll talk in more detail about that regarding his sovereignty Acts 15 for verse 18 says known unto God are all his works from the beginning of the world. So God is not somehow responding or reacting to situations on the ground based on what he had as unknown. God knew his works before the foundation of the world and made his decree, this is what I will do. He knew before the creation, what would happen and what he was going to do. Ephesians 3.11 says, According to the eternal purpose which he purposed in Christ Jesus our Lord. So God's decrees are not only from the beginning of the world, world, but that his purpose is eternal. Eternal means no beginning, no ending. In other words, this purpose that God had to accomplish in his, in his mind is eternal. 
Acts 2.23, speaking of Jesus Christ, him being <clears throat> delivered by the determinate counsel and foreknowledge of God, you have taken and by wicked hands have crucified and slain. So Christ went to the cross by the determinate counsel and foreknowledge of God. So there, the man through evil crucified Christ, but it was God by his eternal decree that that purpose was going to be accomplished. Ephesians 1, 11, in whom also we have obtained an inheritance, being predestinated according to the purpose of him who works all things after the counsel of his own will. God works everything according to the counsel of his own will. It's not according to the counsel of what he sees us doing later and then based upon what we are doing in his foreknowledge he predestines predestinates us no he works according to the purpose uh his uh, all things are worked after the counsel of his own will he's not counseling with another person he's not he's not getting your idea about it he is accomplishing it according to his own will. And Ephesians 1.9 says, Having made known unto us the mystery of his will according to his good pleasure, which he's purposed in himself. The, the, the mystery of his will being made known to us was the good pleasure he purposed in himself. So he purposed in it himself to reveal the mystery to us. He didn't, he didn't say, well, do you want to know the mystery? Okay, I'll reveal it to you. No, no, he, it was his eternal purpose to make known to us himself and his purpose Nothing is going to thwart God's purpose and plan. As we read in these verses, we see God's purpose is eternal. It has no beginning, no ending. It changes not. God's decree or counsel is predetermined. God works everything after the counsel of his own will. God purposed everything in himself according to what pleased him. God's will is free and his purposes cannot be thwarted or changed. Isaiah 40, 13 and 14 says this, Who hath directed the Spirit of the Lord, or being his counselor hath taught him? With whom took he counsel, and who instructed him, and taught him in the path of judgment, and taught him knowledge, and showed to him the way of understanding? God is self-sufficient. He's not relying on the will of other people in order to accomplish his own will. He does accomplish his will. He doesn't take counsel with others. He does what he desires. And again, this is blending into the sovereignty of God. 
but these things are all interwoven closely, closely related. Um, let's just see here who's listening in. Brother Isil from Pakistan. God bless you. Thank you for listening in. Uh, Happy New Year. And anyone else listening in, just let me know. Love to hear from you. All right, I'm going to read from the Church Ages book, the Smyrnian Church Age. Brother Branham says this, The eternal thoughts of God. Let me ask you, are the thoughts of God eternal? If you can see this, you will see many things. God is unchangeable in both essence and behavior. We have studied that and proven that already. God is infinite in his abilities, so therefore he as God must be omniscient. If he is omniscient, then he is not now learning, nor is he taking counsel even with himself, nor is he at any time adding to his knowledge. If he can add to his knowledge, then he's not omniscient. The best we could say is that sometime he will be. But that is not scriptural. He is omniscient. He has never had a new thought about anything because all his thoughts he has always had and always will have and knows the end from the beginning because he is God. Thus, the thoughts of God are eternal. They are real. They are not simply like a man with a blueprint he has drawn up in which one day will be translated into substance and form, but they are already real and eternal and part of God. Let's go even further in this and say God's counsels are absolute and unconditional. When God makes his decree, it isn't conditional on the response that we make. Now, understand, we're talking about God's counsels and decrees in himself, in what he is going to work out on earth. Sometimes you can look at God's counsels as the word of God. Well, many people are in open rebellion against the word of God, and therefore, in that case, people could say, well, um, people aren't following the counsels of God. We're not talking about merely the Bible. We're talking about actually what God is working out in his purpose on planet Earth. The very fact of people rebelling against God shows they're actually, in that case, they're fulfilling God's purpose for themselves. So again, God's counsels are absolute and unconditional. Isaiah 46.10 says, Declaring the end from the beginning and from ancient times, the things are not yet done, saying, My counsel shall stand, and I will do all my pleasure. God's purpose is immutable, and it is invincible. In other words, immutable means incapable of change, Invincible means they cannot be conquered or overcome. So when we look at it, my counsel will stand, I'll do all my pleasure. So God not only declares the end from the beginning, but he says, 
what I'm declaring will, is unchangeable, is unalterable. And what I'm declaring, I will accomplish and do. The will of the creature, the will of his creation, d does not thwart or change the will or, and purpose that God has declared from before the foundation of the world, from all eternity. So what God has decreed from all eternity cannot be changed or altered by Satan, by you, by me, by any dictator, by any ruler. God's purpose is going to stand no matter what. That's important. That's important for us to understand and to establish as we begin to look more and more at the sovereignty of God. So if you have any questions, prayer requests, or testimonies, you can let me know in the comment section or at jasondemars.com. You can also uh, go to our website and get free resources and materials. jasondemars.com, click on resources. Um, you can get uh, the, the, the newer, not new version, I don't want to say it that way, but you can get the new format for the Church Ages book. We have the Anti-Message Handbook that you can get, which is a 600-page reference guide to many, many topics regarding the message. Um, there is also uh, a summary of the revelation of seven seals as the Lord gave to Brother Branham. There's a, a booklet about uh, modesty and holiness, titled Holiness to the Lord, uh, looking at God's standards according to Scripture and history, and a few more items as well. So uh, God bless you. Hope you have a wonderful day, and we'll see you tomorrow morning.